this is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast. If you're keeping track, this is episode 24. There ought to be some sort of celebration, but there's not going to be. Unless you guys create some kind of celebration uh, with me, I don't have anything planned. Now, this is season two, and this is episode 12. My first 12 episodes took a long time to release because my original plan was just to release episodes when I felt like it. But then something happened. I started really liking this, and I've been releasing a new episode every Friday morning. I've got episodes scheduled out in advance for a few weeks at a time. So oftentimes when, when you're listening to this, it's a couple of weeks old. Today, I'm going to talk in the present tense, like as I'm recording it, but you're going to hear this a few weeks later. Two days ago, I sent a message to Joe, who is a member of Brandy Jack, and said, man, are you guys want to go somewhere? And do you want to go geocaching? Let's go do something. And he told me they already had plans that they had spotted an FTF that had not been found yet down in northwest Arkansas. And several people that he knew had been trying for a couple of weeks to come up with the find and just had not. And most of them didn't say it was so hard they couldn't find it. They said their fingers got cold, it started to get dark, and they just gave up. It, it, it isn't a park, so after it gets dark, I mean, that's the end of, of, of the attempt. I told Joe that I really wanted to go with him, and he seemed to doubt me, but then he goes, well, if you want to come, meet us at the house. So I did. I drove down to Neosho, Missouri, to Brandy Jack's house, and we loaded into Joe's car. Now, to remind you, Brandy Jack is a family of three really sweet people. There is Brandy, who's the wife and the mother. And uh, here's a little tip, a hot tip. If you meet Brandy out in the world, I think it's worth it to have a few really funny things to say or jokes backed up so that you can get her started. You can't really turn her off again, but it's it makes the day even more fun than it would have been. And then Jack is the son. I've known him since he was really, really short, like little, and now he's really big and not little. And I mean little both in age and in size. And then there's Joe, who didn't get his name in the original name, uh, who some of you know as Evil Joe and has been on the program before. So anyway, enough introductions. We got in their car and we headed to Northwest Arkansas to this park where this hide was taking place. And it was in a gazebo or a, you know, a place where you have picnics. We get out of the car, prepared for the worst, and we're dressed fairly warm. We've got a lot of daylight. I and mean, we have, Joe said, if it takes four hours, we're gonna find this thing. Because there were four of us, we thought we would just, uh, and when I say we thought it, we just automatically all went to a different area inside this uh, covering and started looking meticulously going to go through everything we had to go through to find it. And it really was unnecessary because Joe had the cash in hand in what I would say less than three minutes. 
It was literally the first place he went to and started searching and he found it quickly. And then we got on Facebook and bragged a little bit and we bragged a little bit in the logs. I apologize in advance if you're one of the people that tried to find it and didn't. We don't think we're better than you, but we do think we're luckier than you. So anyway, we found the cache and then I talked to Joe and I said, let's go find some where I goes. The family had done some where I goes in the past. They are a family of Android users and I had both phones. And when I called, when I had called and said, there's a new app, make sure you download it. He thought I meant GeoGo. There's a new version of GeoGo, which there was, and he did. And so we've got uh, one person using GeoGo, one person using CGO, me using uh, an iPhone with the new app on it. And so he didn't realize that it was a new app, and so he didn't download it. And now we know that as of the recording date here, there has not been an Android version of what was just released on iOS. Well, I'm sure it'll come in time, but let me tell you a little bit about it. First of all, super slick. I'm really excited about what they did with the app because the old one was awful. And honestly, going to a geocaching uh, description and saying click here and then logging in and then trying to download it and trying to get it to work, I mean, it was just a jumbled up mess in the past. I open this app and it's literally just looks like the live map on the official geocaching app except for it looks like they filtered out all caches except for where it goes so what you're looking at is either a list or a map of nothing but where it goes and it just searches like a live map everything that's close to you if you use the map feature and you drag the map around like you would normally to refresh caches it refreshes more where it goes and it's just slick as can be. You find a where I go that you wanna go find, and I mean, you choose one, and you touch that, and it says, would you like to get more info? Would you like to download the cartridge, etc." And I said, I'll download the cartridge. Good Lord, guys, it just downloads the cartridge in the app. There's no, whatever there used to be, it's even hard to remember now. It was just slick. So we downloaded the cartridge and uh, headed that way. And it happened to be a reverse cache. Now, a reverse where I go. It was the first time that Brandy Jack, the family, had ever done a reverse where I go. And they were sort of intrigued, but because it was 12 miles away, I also think they weren't loving driving past all these other caches to get it. So we did what any self-respecting group of geocachers would do. We had multiple phones open, looking for multiple types of caches, and every time we saw something we found interesting, we stopped and got it uh, on the way to the where I go. And we got several caches, and then we got to the where I, well, I say got to it, it's a reverse where I go. So all we know is we're getting, it's, if you haven't ever gotten one before, you can, there's a little box, a picture of a box, and you touch uh, to check your distance, and it tells you how far away you are from uh, either the ending or the next location that you need to find. So 
it can be set up like a multicache. In other words, it may take you to an area that pops up with a new message and says, great, you found this, now go here. In this case, these were single locations. And what it would do is tell us how far away we were. And that's pretty good when you're 12 miles away. But when you get closer, it starts, you, you can start telling that if you turn left instead of right or go straight instead of behind you, that you start getting further away because you can't see on the map where this actually is. And I got to tell you, we had a blast with it. And as we're doing it, we found some other caches and some other cachers. We got to the where I go and we found it and we all signed our name, uh, the actual cache. And we had a blast so much so that we decided to do another one that was right there. And I got to tell you, we had a really good day. We had, uh, it wasn't a big, big day, but we found nine caches, one of them being an FTF. All the rest, we had, we had two uh, where I goes, and then the other seven were uh, traditional caches. And we found mostly hard ones. I mean, mostly ones that had a difficulty level of four, four and a half. Uh, but I got to tell you, we were a good group. We made short work of everything. We actually spent more time driving to the caches and driving home and eating lunch than we did geocaching and still had a really great day. So I don't really mean this conversation to be about our day out geocaching, although I think that's fine because, I mean, that's what this podcast is about. But what my conversation really about is this new Where I Go app uh, by geocaching.com. If you use an iPhone, get it, like get it now. You can use it on your iPad or your phone. Another thing I'm gonna tell you is the old app still exists. I don't know if you can download it still, but it still exists on your phone if you have it. And when you download the first cartridge, it's gonna say, what do you wanna open it up in? And because the old app is older, I guess, that's the first thing you see is to open it up in the old app. The way I fixed this is I just deleted the old app and then it only gave me one choice. Uh, if you're not colorblind, the old app map pins, where I go pins are a dark blue like a navy and the new where I go app are a really light blue like a baby, uh, you know, like a robin's egg blue or a baby blue. So that's how you can tell them apart. We downloaded those, you open them up, and it's seriously, guys, it's just slick. And I can't help but think it's going to do anything but get better. Now, having said that, uh, the last time this happened, they came out with the official app for iPhone before they did for Android, but they have it for both. And also, I know that uh, GeoGo has a slick interface for Android uh, built right into their to the existing app to find where it goes. I haven't played with that since this came out. And I just saw on Facebook that Ron had released uh, if it's well, I know there's a new version, but if the new version doesn't directly relate to where I goes, I know I saw a recent post where he was talking about how easy it was to do. And so that makes me think that there's some new architecture uh, from geocaching.com that made it so he could update his app as well. I also listened to a uh, podcast today, and I think it was, guys, if I screw up your name, I totally apologize. Uh, Gearheads, Geocaching Gearheads. 
and they were talking about how they're downloading into Cashly using Dropbox or another online device, you know, to cloud device to store the file. I think there's a lot of ways to do where it goes now that are better than what they used to be. And I guess I'm telling you that because I happen to really, really like a good where I go. And I think they're fun. I think it's, I think kids sometimes find them more fun than they do going to find a pill bottle because they like the adventure of it. And there are a lot of different types of where it goes for you to go out to find. Honestly, having taken lots of new people out in the past and trying to help them load up a where I go cartridge has just been a nightmare. None of them do it after I'm there because it's been too hard. I don't think that is the issue any longer. I think they've made it easy, which gives us hope that this will be a type of geocache that will survive for quite a while, seeing as they invested in it. Now, the only thing I would ask geocaching.com, please guys, if you're listening, and I hope you are, we need a better creator. They're hard to create, they're hard to upload, and the old website is still in the middle of anything we use to create it or download it from. I'm hoping that's next. But either way, I'm happy to create more uh, where I goes, get those out in the world. I only have one that's released and it's called Legendary Race Car Drivers, which is a personal um, where I go about a family member who was a race car driver. It's almost an hour to complete it. I think it's a really good one. It's a multi-stage, but I do plan to make some that are much shorter. I guess that's really all I have to say about it. I just wanted to touch base on the new Where I Go app and encourage you, if you aren't getting Where I Goes, do a little searching. Google the term, uh, look at some in your area, and if you have any troubles, you can always reach out to us, okay? And by the way, saying that is, we have a new domain, whereisitnow.org. Uh, and that page is really new and still a little bit under construction, but I encourage you to go there, take a peek. Uh, there's a link there that has all the episodes so you can listen to any of the episodes through your web browser or on your phone through the browser. And there is a contact page so you can contact us and the phone number is listed. If you ever want to talk with us, the phone number is area code 615-256-9468. Zero. That's a Nashville, Tennessee number that rings in the recording studio. And of course, we have the two Facebook groups. Well, actually, one is a Facebook group, one is a Facebook page. And those are for the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. However you want to contact us, please do. Now let's all go get some geocaches. See you next time. <music>